Yeah, hey everyone, um, my name's Jack Barker, I'm from Team Ingame, uh, um, and you're listening to the Robocast. Hello everyone, my name is Sam Elliott 64 and welcome back to the Robocast with myself, World of Woodrow, David Smeg, and joining us... For the first time, Mr. Jack Barker from Endgame. How are you, sir? Are you well? Yeah, I'm doing great, thank you. Yeah, it's been a good weekend. I mean, given how the obviously the competition went with you as well in, in the Golden Bowl, I'm sure it added to that little bit, bit extra. I saw some photos. Did you have some kind of watch party where you had both Golden Bolts bolted into the giant <laughs> that you won a couple of years ago? <laughs> Yeah, one of our um, sponsors, Circo, hosted a, a function for us. Um, we invited a bunch of friends and um, other sponsors and things like that. So, yeah, we got everyone together to watch it. And um, at the end, we, we joined, we butted them together and put the nut in between and um, just to see if it would fit. You know, you're going to try it once. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, just I mean, once, so we don't want to scratch anything. Well, yeah. you know, it's, it's, got, it's got to be a widely known, well, it's not a widely known thing, but I, I hopefully it's been done three or four times now where a golden bolt and a giant have, have gone together. But not, not both ways on social before. media shared almost all of them, in a final plea to everyone to stop asking. They do fit. Please stop, stop asking. asking. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think that the manufacturer changed recently, so they did, uh, maybe yeah. the older ones, like, I think our giant nut was from the last one, so it was like, I don't know if it's going to fit, so you got to give it a go. Yeah. I'm sure Aaron did it on TV last night. Like, he did it on screen. It was, yeah, it, it was on the show. The Amaz- it's in the Golden Bolt last year. It's... <laughs> I don't know. Uh. People will always ask... We're not just here to talk about trophies. I'm sure we'll get to that a little bit later on. Uh, we are here, obviously, to talk not just about the episode, but also about Endgame. And I'm going to start with a question from uh, user Spacey Sasha on Twitter, who asks, do you have any pre-fight rituals or superstitions? And if you do, what are they? Um, pre, I guess, yeah, not, not really. Um, before a fight, I'll have a good nap. Um, like in the waiting area, I'll try and fall asleep, just try and relax. The, I find the worst thing as a driver, the worst thing to do is to like get all like up, up yourself and like, like wired before a fight. So I try to just relax, listen to some music, have a nap if I can, um, while the team prepares the robot. So, um, yeah, that was probably my pre-fight ritual. I've got some good photos of the production team, you know, shining lights at me and shooting cameras while, while, um, while we wait for a fight. But, um, Yeah. I mean, BattleBots is a tiring experience anyway, so I'm sure no one would blame you for trying to get an extra five minutes here and there. Yeah, but... d- don't doubt the team, but it's uh, it's quite good to have an extra hour or so nap just um, <laughs> while, they, while they put the front on or charge the batteries. Or... <laughs> That's great stuff. <clears throat> um, Razor259 on YouTube asks, well, first of all, says congratulations on the win. Uh, Anzac represent. Uh, what can we see from the New Zealand robot combat scene in the future? And also, what's it currently? Nice, like? awesome. I mean, I, I don't really know what it's like. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of, you know, given, you know, a lot of the hour is going to be. You don't keep either. up with well, well, New listen, Zealand listen, robot combat on Facebook. Listen, I, I only, only got so much bandwidth. It's <laughs> how Shame. deep down the rabbit hole I ended up doing the news is I ended up on the New Zealand pages looking at what they were up to. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks for the congrats, um, Razor. But, um, yeah, I, I guess the New Zealand scene currently, uh, we, we sort of have a beetle scene, um, so three-pound robots. Uh, we fight every month, uh, which is cool. Um, Nick and I have started a company called called Robot Rampage, which we're doing a whole bunch of new stuff um, from going to events um, like Comic-Cons to doing corporate events and teaching people how to build robots. Um, so that's that's coming along cool too. So we've got a, a sort of like a robot complex that we're, we're developing. Um, so that's that's got a featherweight arena that's sort of in progress as well. Um, so hopefully sometime early next year we'll have our first feather event. Um, oh, and we're going to have that kitted out with, with all the tech to do live streaming and stuff like that. So hopefully we can run some cool events out of that. So, um, yeah, I think once our space is ready, it'll really boost boost the scene in New Zealand. But, yeah, for now we're doing beetleweights, um, but coming soon, bigger stuff. That's really cool because, you know, nice. given that, yeah. you know, historically, if you look at the, the robot combat around the world, it's kind of either – basically the uk and america a little bit of china mm-hmm. you know about five years bit of ago. australia yeah but, but like you know new zealand just seems like a, a very like a, how did you get in, like involved in robot combat because like it, there's, there's no let's say heritage <coughs> of, of new zealand mm-hmm. entries right how did that happen no we, we are the heritage <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Um, well, it sort of started when, like, Robot Combat in New Zealand started when I was in university. Um, we had a robotics club that did other sort of robotic stuff, but, you know, BattleBots came on. I think it was BattleBots 2016 or 2015, the first year on ABC. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone someone bought it, and, and we're like, oh, this is so cool, you know? So we used to book out the lecture theatre at the university every week, you know, all come together, watch it, get the popcorn and stuff, and we, we get real into it. Um, and after that first year, we thought we could give that a crack, you know? Um, we could give it a go. Um, I reckon we'd be right at that. Um, so we applied for BattleBots 2016 uh, with the robot. Didn't get in, thankfully. Um, <laughs> sometimes they don't know what they're doing, the selection committee. Uh, but yeah, but from there, we sort of, we built on it. Um, and we, we as a university club, we created a program called Mini Robot Rumble, which was for school kids. And we sort of used that to get funding to build the Beetle Arena we have now. And it's sort of just grown from there. Yeah. As, as a direct result of your success then? Uh, not really as a direct result of us watching BattleBots yeah, in the lecture yeah, theatre yeah. <laughs> um, yeah yeah <laughs> fantastic yeah. stuff um, excellent uh, we're entering uh, what's labelled the, the crusty grab section on the questions now <laughs> uh, which I love um, the first one you guys from... have gone deep to bring up bring back oh, the crusty grab oh it was, it was, it was we, as, we, as soon as, as, soon as I found out we're a special breed of nerd 100% Jack. as soon as we found out oh yeah <laughs> The end game podcast is I was like, right, trusty grab. I've got to find out what's, what's happened. We've got to know all the deets. We we remember. We remember pre-pandemic. <laughs> uh, Feels like a yeah, lifetime ago. It, 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 I mean, it is. But uh, first question from friend of the podcast, Rob Weston, is, uh, and from Joe Brown as well, your teammate, uh, Sam. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever happened to Krusty Grab? And do you ever plan on using it in the future? Yeah. So I, I guess for the listeners who aren't as deep as you guys, the Krusty Grab is a, is a lifter robot we built um, and we took it to Orlando Makerthy, I think like 2019, it must have been 2019, just before mm-hmm. the pandemic. Um, and it sort of had the first, it, w- it was a test bed for Endgame really. Um, so so we built it to to try to get our drive dialed in, you know, test some forks and things like that. It was sort of the first time we ran the forks before the 2020 season of BattleBots. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so with that context, I guess we still have it. I've got two of them sitting in our in our event space, um, ready to be reassembled. Um, so what we're going to do with the Krusty Grab is it's probably never going to come to BattleBots, um, uh, but it's it's getting a bit outdated now, um, mm-hmm. design wise. You've got the claw vipers and things like that that are just doing what the Krusty Grab tried to do, but better. Um, so you know, there's no point bringing it to get it smashed up. But we will run it in our new arena in New Zealand, um, do some featherweight fights, um, not featherweight, sportsman fights. Um, yeah, because that new arena is designed for full combat featherweights, but also sportsman heavyweights, sort of like Orlando Makefe does. So oh, nice. um, we've still got it. We'll use it for demonstrations, things like that. But um, yeah, I think it's it's sort of competitive run in a real weight class is probably over now. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, the field has gone up exponentially since 2019 yeah. 2020 so that's that's completely understandable <clears throat> mm. yeah yeah but it's, it's nice to know that the legacy of the forks and like the drivetrains lives on in then game from there yeah we actually learned quite a lot in that um in that uh event sort of we weren't really thinking of using big forks on end game until we took the crusty grab and then we were like hold on we could just like the, we were like the crusty grab you know, we're trying to be bite force at the time. You know, the crusty grabs forks could outreach bite force. You know, maybe we could just pick it up and throw it out of the arena. You know, and then we're like, hold on, why don't we just put it on the front of end game, and then we'll just we'll pick them up and just smash them with the weapon. You know, like <laughs> so that's sort of where, where the idea came from was from the crusty grab. Um, so it's like building new robots gives you new ideas. You know, makes your your main robot better. So yeah, yeah, hundred percent, yeah, def- definitely. Um, it helps as well. It's you know, you can, you, as you said, you can just use it. Basically, anyway, it's not going to purse one because obviously it doesn't have the big spinny thing at the front. Um, mm-hmm. Question from Connor Smith, 1325 on YouTube. Um, how do you think Krusty Grab would have fared in the 2020 season had it entered? Yeah, I like to think it would have done okay. I, I don't know if it would have, you know, been top eight or top 16 or anything like that. But, you know, it has the same internals as in-game. It's got the same redundancy built into it. Um, obviously it's got the long forks and, and back then that was sort of the pinnacle of the ground game. So I feel like the crusty grab would have done as good a job as anyone is, is getting under people as in game did. Um, but the real sort of like the purpose of the crusty grab, which is a, another reason we can't bring it back is it was supposed to be 
essentially do what vertical spinners do, but better. So vertical spinners try to get underneath you and smash you. Where the crusty grab could get underneath you and in one grab throw you out of the arena, like where the doors are. Mm-hmm. So that was that was the whole point. We're like, if we just need to win the ground game once and then we win the whole game, we just pick them up and put them outside and it should be easy. Um, so, I, yeah, I think it would have done all right. Um, I, I imagine it would have hit some sort of big spinner along the way and, and been smashed up. But, um, yeah, I, I think it had the, the internals and maybe a good strategy for, for the time. Um, so, yeah. So the, the ground game wasn't kind of as prevalent as it is now with the, everyone having the long fork. So could have... And the Steez guards. Mm. Mm. Well, exactly. Mm. The, the arena's kind of evolved away from that yeah. style of robot as well, hasn't it, I suppose? Yeah, yeah. So it would pick it would pick someone up now and, and have nowhere to put them, where mm. in 2020 it would have picked someone up and instantly won the fight, was the idea. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, I get the honour of going on to what is referred to here as the Taylor Swift section, um, <laughs> which is, we're, we're firmly down the rabbit hole now. Uh, yeah. Ivan Roy on Facebook asks, what were the origins behind naming your robot Endgame? How did the name come about? And that sort of links into, um, I'm going to mispronounce this, I think it's Milk Buns on YouTube. <laughs> that looks about right. That looks about right on there. <laughs> Who, Asks, was Endgame actually named after the Taylor Swift song, or is that just a coincidence? Um, so Endgame, Shane, Shane, the guy on our team with the big sort of red foo hair, um, the big, um, what do you call it, afro, uh, yeah. he had a robot in, in Vex Robotics called Endgame, um, sort of the, the year before we did BattleBots. And we were like, oh, that's a cool name, you know? Um <laughs> Uh, can we can we steal the name and and use it? And he was like, "Yeah, all good, all good." Um, and and he'd named that after Rise Against song because he's he's into that sort of music. Uh, and um, so I was like, "Well, we're going to name it ours after the after the Taylor Swift song." So um, sort of it, it gets its origin from from both ways. Um, okay. You know, Shane and Nick will tell you that it's the Rise Against song. I tell you, it's the the Taylor Swift song because that's the way it's spelled. Um, but yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll let you take the next one, David, because I'll save the next one for me. <laughs> that's 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 perfectly fair. Uh, so, at Hanzo on Twitter asks, uh, do you have any era tour tickets and have you seen Taylor Swift yet in, in at uh, concert? I've seen Taylor Swift, but not the era's tour. Um, I went to Red about 10 years ago, so that was, that was awesome. Unfortunately, Taylor's not, she's not coming to New Zealand, so us we'd have to fly to australia um it was like 50 50 whether we do it you know it was it was almost like an impulse buy the tickets buy the flights and off we go but um decided against it so you need to save the money for building robots that's yeah. perfectly fair considering the cost okay. of tickets i mean that's... i said myself and my wife are going and it, it cost me at least one kidney so we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> i thought you were going to just stop at kid and, uh, <laughs> I, was, I was concerned for january <laughs> well <laughs> But the last question does actually come from my wife, and I've always promised her if ever I we interviewed Endgame, I would ask which era is your favourite. I think probably the Reputation era. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Just a little bit different, you know. Like it's, I feel like it was a transition transition era. Um, I'm with so, you. I'm yeah. with you. Yeah, that's where I'd be sitting. That's <laughs> awesome. Best, best <laughs> we'll have some more questions <laughs> later on, but in the meantime, let's talk about some fights, shall yeah. we? Yeah. So, I mean, we start off with yourself taking on Gary Jin and free shipping. Uh, I still don't know what he's doing here, but I'm so glad. <laughs> I don't think Gary knows what he's doing here. What, like, <laughs> I, I sort of see it. I sort of see the setup idea. Because mm. it's like a similar setup idea that uh, Mad Catter had against uh, Riptide, isn't it? Mm. Like, mm. sort of try and tip you over and then tack from there. But I did Because he had one, one of these lower wedges and one. Yeah. Regular which that right one, one yeah. low one high yeah. Mm-hmm. I, did, I did appreciate his his tactic of just drive straight at you and see what happened at the start and yeah it worked for well, a second or two yeah <laughs> it did work and then uh, as the fight kind of gradually wore on you know you, you see what why game's good at is just delivering those hits over and over and over again um how concerned were you you know given you know you, you kind of alluded it in, in the interview afterwards you know Gary is such an experienced driver he knows what he's doing. With, with this robot, he's run it for years. Mm-hmm. Was, the, was there a concern for you? There's always a concern. You know, we're always always worried. Sometimes you lose to a pizza, you know, so you've got, always got to bring your A game into the fight. <laughs> um, 
So, you know, we, we look at the front of free shipping and we think, oh, there's no way that's going to get under us. And then in the first set they do. So like, we need to, we need, we need to go frame by frame and see what happened there. But um, yeah, I mean, no matter what robot you're playing, there's always going to be like a little bit of concern. Um, I think free shipping doesn't have the big spinner damage that a lot of robots do. So for us, it's not like we're going to get smacked and, and die immediately. Uh, we were fairly confident it would at least take a little while. Um, so that gives us time to, to sort of, oh, that, that first exchange didn't go well, so we'll just try something a little bit different. <laughs> but, it worked out, definitely. Um, I think yeah. as well as that, like I think one of the, the, the kind of bigger wedge pontoon at the front, like I think it did obscure this bit. It was kind of over above mm-hmm. it. It looked like anyway. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, other than that, though, well, fairly... was there any reason for like running less forks on Endgame for that fight? Because it, it's noticeable gaps in like the the front end compared to like the normal kind of piano keys that we've kind of got used to for this year. Mm. Yeah. So this was like a year ago. So I'm, I'm struggling to, struggling to remember entirely. But I but mean, I, I can go through thing. the for- I can go through the <laughs> yeah. thought process with you. Um, so it would have been they run they don't have forks they run fat pontoons on the front so we just need to be skinnier than them um and actually often it's better to have a have a little bit of a gap i'm telling you all our ground game secrets but sometimes it's better <laughs> to have a little bit of a gap because it means that if they do get underneath one of your wedgelets your other ones are more effective if you turn so i'm, I'm imagining we were thinking something along those lines and then if we only put every second one in, maybe we can run the bigger weapon because we hadn't run it all season. Um, we had three, we've got three different weapon weights and we've been running the lightest one all year. So it was probably like, oh, we could run the, we could run the fat one um, <laughs> or something like that. Um, if, if we have a little bit more weight, so. Yeah, or, or, or a stronger top plate, you know, we've got different options for everything. Actually, yeah. I think it would have been a top, a stronger top plate because um, with the golden bolt, we, we ran the base configuration for all the fights because we didn't know what the next fight would be and we had to turn around so quickly. Mm. So now, yeah, I'm remembering now. The, um, we, we decided to run the lightest weapon on. We had two robots fully built and we set them both up with the lightest weapon so we could put the wedges on if we needed to or um, and things like that. So, yeah. Understandable. I mean, this is the one uh, recording where, you know, it's literally all done in one day like uh, as the rest of like oh mm-hmm. yeah it's definitely done in, in one day it's definitely done in one day it's, it's not done it's not done in one day <laughs> no the golden ball definitely was... is done in one day <laughs> it's definitely the last day of recording and it is the craziest day of recording <clears throat> yeah mm-hmm. lots of mm-hmm. fights to, to cram into not very long at all um yeah. a little bit of emotion at the end as well for gary which was really you know heartwarming and touching to see you know the fact that since battlebots has come back you know he hasn't really had a robot like this where he can be at that kind of apex of the sport again you know he's, he's, had, he's had it for so many years with mm. with original sin and you know finally coming back and being a threat again with this version of three free shipping is it's lovely to see it you know it was, it was so great the, to see the emotions in the whole yeah. building were incredible everyone adores gary and the the chanting for gary whenever he appeared was loud and frequent um it was it was really wonderful um, I, I, like you, I'm glad to see free shipping here at this stage. I again don't know how it happened, <laughs> but I'm glad that it did. We don't question how the brackets happened. Okay, we know we know we'll, we'll get onto that in the next fight. But... Yeah. <laughs> we will indeed. We will indeed. But yep, it's a shame to see free shipping go at this stage. But you know, when you come up against one of the very best, you know, you kind of have to be at the top of your game. And I don't think free shipping is quite there yet. You know, they've obviously made a, a stark improvement with this one, but. There's, there's still a little bit to go to be at that kind of very, very top table. Fight two. Shred it, bro, and Sawblaze. Jack, be honest with me, how pleased were you to see Shred it, bro, go out, knowing you didn't have to fight another drum again? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the day before, before the bracket came out, we're like, oh, what's the bit we're going to get a drum first? Round, you know? <laughs> get get Shred it, bro, um, straight out the bat. <laughs> you know, Shred it, Shred it, bro's, you know, looking pretty good right now, so... Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, no, I, 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 <laughs> no, I, I do want to play more drums just so we get some practice. So, um, you know, but and, and also obviously our what we wanted was us to go through the bracket and Sawblaze to go through the bracket bracket so we could beat them. Um, you know, that's 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 what we were hoping for, <laughs> um, or or at least have a go at them because they're, they're the champion. Um, so yeah, we we're happy that that they got through on that one. It's a very strange fight. I think Sawblaze's whole run is full of strange fights in this kind of. Mm. Yeah, it starts off with just obviously you know 
textbook, Jameson goes, scoop it up, shred it, bro. Down comes the hammer saw, go through to the top plate, no <clears> problem. <throat> and then, yeah, the second big smack they get, all it's the just, magic smoke comes out. And it's good at finding them batteries. He's so good at finding those batteries. He's a wily guy, isn't he, that Jameson go. He's a... And then they get would stuck. think he's like a giant nut winning, you know? <laughs> you, like, you think? You yeah, think, it's, well, it was strange that. Strange. But yeah, then they, then they get they stuck. I might do something good someday. <laughs> yeah, you know? Let's go places. <laughs> I mean, I, I remember... I was going to say, I remember seeing this fight. I remember seeing up to a certain point, and then the fog <laughs> happens, and then you see nothing. Um... I, I love it how was... as well because like most fights like this, you know, you get stuck in the top plate. Eventually, they'll come in and say, "Oh, we'll separate you then, and we'll, we'll carry on." They obviously can't do that because Shredder Bros. still smoking. It's in the process <laughs> of just catching fire and you know having all sorts of electrical problems, so it ends up being a double KO, which is yep. weird. Um, it's the only one for this year, as far as I recall. Uh, may have been. It's it, long time ago. Said, long it's time been ago, over now. a year since recording, and it's been a while since the main series came out. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, I mean, Shreddit just seems a little bit unhappy in this fight full stop. Like, it didn't seem to be spinning up to full speed. No. Yeah, it's... to be fair, that they, they had just made a Cinderella run through their bracket. Got having had smacked a... up by Valkyrie, and then yeah. had yeah. to fight Sawblaze. Sawblaze, <laughs> the, the giant nut winner. You remember him? He He's just the won one... the big prize. Yeah. That's right, you know him from Norwalk, you know? It's all good. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, this was a full-on Norwalk <laughs> fight, really. Yeah, it was. It's true. Very true. And, um, uh, Jmo Jmo got the dub. Yep, as he is one to do. Um, as we said, kind of an amazing Cinderella story for Shreddit Bro. But it, it's one thing beating the robots they beat to get there, but then you come, as as I kind of alluded to earlier with with free shipping, you come up against a robot of that really high elite level, and there's not a whole lot say, you can do. I'm I'm watching it here, and they do dislodge the flamethrower pipe. They so. do. Well, I have stuff to say about that flamethrower pipe later on. We'll, we'll save that for a certain fight. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot yes. of things later to discuss on. about that one later on in, yes. in that fight. <laughs> but as, the fight was kind of fairly one-sided. Should we move on to fight? It was. It, it was just so easily scooped up. It was. It's it, so small. It's it's the right design as well. It's nice and low and flat, and that's yeah. kind of music to James ears. on top and 100%. stuff. Yeah. We'll, we'll save that. Some more sword blaze chat for later. In the meantime, though. Mm. Fight three. The only two non-champions in the field. Jackpot and Whiplash. Um, This was an interesting fight. Well, uh, Jackie, I'd kind of... Did you have one eye on this fight thinking, you know, who would you have rather fought? Yeah, I don't know if we'd rather fought either of them. You know, they're both pretty scary robots. Um, Ace in particular had, you know, come come and clutch and in the previous bracket, so like well, we don't really know how to handle that. Um and, and Whiplash now has a you know a whole array of front end options. So we don't have the advantage we had on them last time. So um I think you know either way we're we're gonna be in a little bit of trouble. But as soon as we won that first fight, it's sort of it's the same configuration for us. So we were just back to the pits. You know, it didn't didn't matter how we set up the robot, which is the sort of main issue of the day. So yeah. Nice and easy to kind of just turn it around and straight back in the arena just Charge the batteries, I guess. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. I was going to ask on that, actually. Uh, I know it's not really to do with this fight, but did you have the stipulation in this, because it's an all-day, like, one-day event, the the <clears throat> armour setups and configs you lock in at the start of the day, you just run with them throughout, or was that just a choice of the team? So we obviously knew our first fight at the start of the day, so we prepared for that one, and we had two full in-games ready to go, so... We could see even at the start of the day we were either going to play jackpot or whiplash if we win the first fight and both of them are sort of forky vert issues sort of thing so it's the same sort of configuration so i think by the time we actually had our free shipping fight we had the second robot ready um for whoever we're going to play next and then the idea was that you know now you've got all day to prepare that first one again for the final fight whatever that mm. is um, so you can strip that down you can do a full rebuild and have it completely fresh rather than trying to turn it around in the hour you actually've got um, so we sort of create ourselves more time, um, almost a full day to to rebuild that robot. Yeah, um, useful thing to have. In terms of yeah. this fight, um, I think a weird again another weird one where Jackpot gets that perfect shot on the wheel, mm. like nut on the on the front end. Yeah, and despite that, Whiplash just doesn't care and just 
dominate three on. wheels. It just it doesn't care. On. I mean, the best <laughs> issue... It, it didn't even look like the wheel fell off. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. I mean, we, we all know how good of a driver Matt is, but, like, my goodness, he, he really, really was just driving it like he stole it. It's a really good fight, this one. Mm. Re- it's a I mean, back-and-forth fight. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, whiplash by the end of the fight with the lids both peeled back, oh, sort of going, hey, hey, now, come on. It's the huge um, setup, you know, to defend itself. Like, yeah, that's it. it. <laughs> It's a, sh- it's a shame that it doesn't so work, well. right? It's like yeah. at, yeah. at all, and I think that's probably what swings it. Like at no point does he use the weapon. So... It doesn't go. At I mean, full stop. It, that, no, li- da- that limits you already, doesn't it? Damage. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't have the disc on, so he was going more for control it and aggression. Needs to and... break the the weapon essentially. Like, yeah, and that's, it, the that only damage that managed to happen was they fed um, Ace, Ace into, yeah. into the weapon. <laughs> And and that was kind of it. Uh, Whiplash drove stupendously well throughout this fight, but yeah, they they were on the back foot, um, from damage category anyway. Um, obviously, it's not the only category, but it's the yeah. one that counts, doesn't it? Really, I suppose. Yeah, it's where the big points are. Yeah, credit to Jackpot as well. You know, you can only beat what's in front of you, and you know they, as much as they were bullied around the arena a little bit, they got the damage points as we said. You know, they knocked a wheel off. The weapon didn't they did work what they needed. Interesting, it was a split decision, though. Hmm. Yeah, I could see why not, it was given. Not the only split but... of the evening. But yeah. No, we'll, we'll get to that one as well. That's a contentious one. I've, I've got thoughts about that. but we're, I've got notes about that. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll get to that later. But as, as I said, um, yeah, Jackpot going through Whiplash doesn't get the rematch with, with Endgame that they might have wanted. Uh, but a new opponent for you later on, Jack, we'll, we'll talk about that later our last first round fight though uh, i mean jevon and david do, do you have thoughts on this one the wheel fell off <laughs> it, it did we were we had our obviously long time listeners of the podcast will know that we had our little book of shame and misery the predictions <laughs> for this year and uh Myself and David were split on this one. David... Were you? Is, is it because David's favourite robot is Tantrum? And you're... No, 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 not at all. Not your at favorite all. Is and and I, I, really, I really like the peripheral. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. It's how then... everywhere hate you now. Well, once again, the the intros from Ripperoni were uh, mad, just bringing your own bit of ham along as well. That was <laughs> there in the main season. Like that thing was yeah. like way smaller, and it's it shrank. Hmm. I think they use some of it. They, must they, have, they, they, they must might have, have consumed it. some of it. It's not there to cool the robot down. We know that's different stuff. Let's... Perhaps it heated their hot tub. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> now they used it as a cover for the pool. Another kind of important question for Jack here. By proxy, how happy were you to see Ripper only go out and, and not have to fight it again? <laughs> um... I, I, I hear. I was more happy to see Tantrum go out because we didn't want to fight them again. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, you fought them yeah. enough times already at this point, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Ripperoni obviously was a very scary robot all season. Um, you know, they sort of come in, everyone's like, ah, oh, it's a funny pizza, and then they beat in game and then they win their bracket. Um, <laughs> so. You know, it's it's nothing to be underestimated, and it's it's a it's a huge weapon. You know, driven well, built well. When they remember to tighten the wheel, um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, you know, one less big big spinning weapon in the bracket is probably probably good for us. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think during the fight, well, I mean, completely understandably, Dylan is so careful with where he Dylan puts is tantrum. on it. On his, does on his does not game put that does not this, put like... that robot anywhere near the weapon. He's yeah, they don't want to break it. it but... well, well, no, but like. The, the fight was well as soon as yeah go ahead go ahead i was gonna say as soon as the wheel falls off ripperoni as long as you don't do anything stupid you win right so yeah all course. he needs to do is pretend to engage for three minutes and, and they get the win and <laughs> yep. that's gonna that's gonna be the best the best outcome for them for the tournament right so you know awesome driving um very strategic yeah yeah so one for the purists, I think. One for the purists. <laughs> I mean, it's still funny just watching Ripperoni bounce around, like doing even more Fred, damage. That Fred's driving of the arena. that thing on one wheel just is, yeah. is an absolute maniac, isn't he? He's he's crazy. What a guy. Um, God love him. I mean, that kind of it, there's not much fight to talk about because, as you know, Jack kind of alluded to, you know, Touch is very tactical. They don't really go in for. They've, they've learned the after catching Gigabyte like last year. But it's not it. wise to do just, that. Just leave it alone. Yeah. Um, leave the big scary. <laughs> um, it ends Ripperoni's first run in BattleBots. 
what a what a story. I mean, it's, again, again, it is well. it is it is silly pizza robot, but you know, it has that amazing kind of counter gyro, which was working exceptionally well. Um, you know, they pulled off the upset against Endgame as we talked about and alluded to. I think as far as your sort of quote unquote meme robots. This has to be the best one out there. Like, it comes into the competition, it smashes everything up, it beats a former champion, it runs the bracket, it finishes by throwing a wheel off. It's like, you couldn't hope for better. Yeah, it says this. It's just to elaborate, leaves. Um, Returns the hot tub. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite quite the peculiar beast, isn't it, Ripperoni? I went into this season. I really didn't like the look of Ripperoni. I'll be very honest. I thought it's completely uneven. I don't like the asymmetry of it. It's a silly idea. It's the funny pizza robot. And I am glad to be proven wrong because (laughs) I have fallen in love with this thing. It can stay. It can come back any time. Always welcome. And I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. Tantrum progresses. Um, We'll get to the fight with Sawblaze a bit later on. But Yes, we will. In fact... It's, it's the next fight. It's the next fight. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Let's talk about the main fight first. So, yeah, the... Sawblaze dominates for two minutes. The last minute, Tantrum really comes back into it. Though, starts eventually starts getting to the sides of Sawblaze and smacking those forks. Mm. Um, Sawblaze then recomposes, takes the other kind of Tegris lid off, and peels the front armor away, and then Tantrum gets high-centered. J-Mo goes in for one more attack, loosens Tantrum, and is on its head. And yep. cannot self-right. Critically cannot self-right. Now! <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were not well, as, as <laughs> staying for many weeks, but we were well enough to keep an eye on that clock. And so, what the audience may not know Mm. is that this fight was appealed. It's not in the episode. Oh, was it? It is in the Seems Reasonable Robotics uh, Facebook uh, YouTube YouTube video, video. though. Mm -hmm. So check that out after this. (laughs) Yes. So, here are the notes that I made at recording. Sawblaze hit the floor and bounced over at 023-022. Round about that time. Ooh. Sawblaze's arm was down at that point. The count starts on JMO and Sawblaze at about 12 11 seconds. The count ends on the buzzer. Mm. So, by the word of the written rules, it's by judges, uh, not judges, by refs count, not mm-hmm. by real time. The clock, yes, correct. Yeah, so um, it wasn't exactly 20 seconds. It wasn't exactly a 10 second count out, but that is what I believe was appealed. Um, so both teams reviewed the cards for 15 minutes or so um, and nothing came with the review because the appeal wasn't anything to do with a decision. It was to do with refs and you cannot appeal, appeal the refs. I see. Here endeth the notes for this fight. So th- so there is no controversy. It is just a... There, no. There's... No. there's None. <laughs> like it's, there it's, is, but there's there's not. Yeah. It's it's all by, on by the letter of the law. This is yes. a correct decision. It's everything is correct on that. I mean, we spoke to Alex and Ginger after recording we anyway, did. and got conf- confirmation from this as well. So like, yep. we know everything was fine on it. <laughs> so I'll, I'll... if you hear anywhere online, you've heard it from us here. It's all legal. Everything is fine, and <laughs> I believe. Team Tantrum actually retracted their own they appeal. They did, yes. Um, it wasn't thrown out. It was they went okay, fair, yeah, and and took it back. So um, yeah, there's as my a, notes. As a competitor of either of these two, eventually, or what could have been your opponent, Jack? I mean, what was your kind of thought watching uh-huh. the fight? You must have had some kind of. I don't know if you we before or after this fight, or what, what was what was going on. I think we were just just after. Um... But that that fifty minutes or forty minutes where it's getting appealed is sort of killer, you know, for these teams and for, and for us, because um, like we said in the episode, we we were going to, you know, either reuse that first robot if we played tantrum, or we were going to rebuild a brand new robot in in an hour and a half to play, you know, sawblaze. So, you know, we we lose forty minutes of that. It, it hurts a lot. So, 
Um, obviously, you know, we, we wanted to play Sawblaze. Uh, we played Tantrum three times now. So, you know, our, our fourth match with them is sort of like, eventually they're going to beat us. So, um, and and we've done it so many times, you know, you're not going to really see anything new. So, um, and, and the Sawblaze fight last season was a bit, you know, um, lackluster. So, we, we were hoping for the, for the well, Sawblaze the fight of, there. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, as well as um, the, the Sawblaze yeah, fights yeah. had, have been like, I mean, you had the one years ago with Endgame one, and it was two very different robots. And obviously, last the last season's fight was, as you say, so quick, and it wasn't really a fight. It was a one, and you're done. And Tantrum, you fought three times in the space of eighteen months. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it would be really nice to do something yeah, different. Yeah. Um, this could, as far as we're aware, be Tantrum's last action. Well, I believe. It will be their. La- they've already had their last appearance in the regular season of mm-hmm. BattleBots. I believe Tantrum may come back for future Golden Bolts. It's pretty much just a never say never on that one. Like yeah. if they want to still work on it, they will work on it. It's just there's a lot of ideas they want to do right now, and the 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 twins is currently the uh, the fun idea right now. Mm. So yeah, fair play to them for uh, going for it, and excited to see what happens. Really. And if it is the last time we see Tantrum, we'll always remember the fact that it's gone from being a, a literal burger flipper to a BattleBots champion. And I think that's a really cool thing. That... It's a little angry boy that could. <laughs> little speed bump. Um, yeah. Sawblaze winning on a split decision as well. I mean, I'm surprised it was split because the fight was... That was I, a bit weird. I was <laughs> like, it's it's fairly cut and dry that Sawblaze has won the, the match. So if you're not going to... Deem- well, anyway. That, that, yeah, that, that was the other thing. Well, I, I, I guess the argument could be... Yeah. Tantrum's still working, I guess. Or, yeah, yeah, and I mean, Tantrum has to win damage, whatever, it's 7-0, right? Is it 7 or 5? Five? 5-0. Five, mm. yeah. Like, so that would be my argument if I was going to appeal it, yeah, because, you know, Sawblaze doesn't work at all, so... Um, <laughs> how, how can... His functionality how, has how been reduced not, completely with damage. Like the, the, the wheels are yeah. spinning, but they're not touching anything right now, and that, that's about it. That was mm. actually something that came out of the YouTube video, that they might be doing something with the rules to... If like a robot is stuck like that at the very end, they might write the robot and just to do functionality to show okay, it would be moving if it wasn't stuck like this. Mm. So keep an eye out on the rules, I guess. I mean, from for certain teams like Sawblaze, for example, um, you can see if it's moving because they've got lettering on the tires, and if that looks like a blur, then you know the wheels are moving. Um, Mm. Obviously, it's difficult on some other robots who. You can't see. Well, I mean, that. if it's if it's yeah. Copperhead, for example, it's whatever chunk from a previous fight was taken out. Yeah, huge tire. And yeah, I can see that chunk going around. Is yeah, this? Yep. But yeah, it's interesting. Um, obviously, the the damage matrix is what it is. Um, you know, Tantrum was pretty severely damaged in the armor category. Um, weapon of Sawblaze counts for more damage, basically. So. Um, it's tantrum. I think just sways the uh, the damage categories, but uh, I don't think it sways control. Or I'm not or sure. It, it no. Despite the best interest, it's very scoopable. It is. It does mean they won all though. So it does. So yeah. <laughs> Decider. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> we'll wait for that on another time, maybe. So fight two for end game is jackpot. Now you've already alluded to the. Um, the issue of the ace talk us through what we kind of thoughts were going into this fight jack because it's jackpot's no joke yeah um we sort of sat down as a team but before we do every fight but we're like what are we going to do um and and <laughs> we were like we're just going to ignore ace we're just going to pretend it's not there and try and hit the big robot um and it sort of got in the way a bit, you know, and, and Jackpot wasn't able to capitalize on that because I think they were carrying damage from, from previous fights and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I, I think, you know, I, I'm not sure we'd do that again. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, we, we were just we were just like, we're, we're just going to pretend that we just find the big robot and, and see what happens. And, you know, in the, in the end, Ace sort of got in the way and got booted out. And that's when we got the big hit on the big boy too. So, yeah. Just seeing Ace disintegrate into a thousand pieces as you hit it was was something special. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I believe Jackpot loses the weapon 
before that. It's certainly not it's spinning. It's very early on, isn't it? Yeah. And like I know Jeff's been saying they've been having spin up issues like all tournament long. So it's it's not surprising that it's finally given up the ghost. Um I find confusing, however, at this point, and I know that the arms are there for self writing purposes. But they also do have the forky bits on the front, and if you see weapons gone down, <coughs> I would start to maybe lead with those forks, unless he knew that they weren't getting underneath. You know Endgame's got like the best ground game in the competition, right? You I know, know <laughs> but you try something, surely. <laughs> Anything. You gotta, you gotta give it a go. Yeah. I also, I also wonder if the lifter anyway. wasn't working. Yeah, Yeah, I've just noticed. Um, um, because... Because they, they didn't self-ride as well, right? So maybe yeah. they couldn't move it's it. It's just I don't all know. weapon yeah. systems down, maybe. Possibly. Possibly. Who knows? Um, but either way, they're out. They are. Yeah. I, I mean, it's definitely uh, a, probably a, a nicer solution for you guys knowing that you know you didn't get any real damage in this one as well because the weapon didn't spin for jump <clears> up. Mm. They're going to be a scary robot next year, though. They've done a lot of practice at Proving Grounds and um, I'm sure they've got everything dialed in, so I'll be real interested to see see how they do next year. Mm. Yeah, I mean they definitely up until this year they had uh, gone undefeated in preseason uh, fights fight and night, then yeah. done kind of rough in the uh, in the bracket. And this year they had their upsetting year where they didn't quite do as well as that um, until this tournament, and then they've done really yeah, well. And now you've got and to think, and with Kate, all the proving grounds and everything, yeah. you've got to think they're going to be. Jeff's back. had a lot of time to kind of practice it. I mean, he alluded to it on the podcast a few weeks back. So, mm. yeah, he is the supreme ruler after all. We're not going to go there. We're going to move on immediately. That's a, that's, that's a whole other podcast. It is indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Sam in the uh, cutting that. room floor. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's staying in. We're keeping, oh. we're keeping it in. Hey, we'll do it live. We'll, we'll do, do it live. Um, but there was a comment, something alluded to at the end of this fight with your interview where you kind of say, we've got to go right now. And did you actually just disappear off the set immediately? Was that an actual thing that happened? Yeah, because that fight, you know, BattleBots is, uh, for those who don't know, BattleBots is filled in two sessions a day. So the first session, and each session is like three hours long or two and a half hours long. Two and a half to three, each, about that. Like, depending on lipo fires, really. Yeah. <laughs> so our fight was the second session of second fight of the session. So Stormblaze and Tantrum were played. So we're already like an hour into the session, and then we've got to we've got to come back out in an hour's time with a new robot, you know. And um, yeah, we had we had to go, and we literally had to rebuild a whole end game out of magnesium. Um, so. That, that's why we're like we we just gotta go. Sorry, man. Like, um, yeah, you know, we we need the extra five minutes here. Like, um, catch yeah. you in the pub afterwards. Yeah. You know, it's all good. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you guys are awesome, but you know, we, we've 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 got we've really got to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and go, you did. You came back with, as you said, the magnesium end game for your fight with Sawblaze. Where mm-hmm. did the idea mm-hmm. come from initially? Because obviously, magnesium is a Let's call it a precious metal. It's it's not it's not exactly a common usage in fighting robots, right? Yeah. So we use magnesium a lot in in-game. Basically any internal member is magnesium. So things that hold our motors, um, you know, bracing on the inside, things like that. Um anywhere that we don't think is gonna get hit. Um so like we said on said on the show, magnesium is a little bit weaker. I think we may have talked it up a little bit. On, on how weak it is but it's there's different grades of aluminium it's sort of like as strong as the grade of aluminium we normally use but it, it fails in a brittle way so when it when it breaks it cracks rather than bends so it's not great if you're planning on getting hit so like normally the things like the sides of the robot are aluminium um the base plate's always magnesium the top plate's normally magnesium um and things like the wedgelet mounting normally aluminium so um and the weapon towers so we went back and you know last year we were like we needed an option for playing overhead hammer saws. Um, and we, we looked at things like when Mad Catter played um, Sawblaze, you know, they had steel on top of their robot um, and, you know, Sawblaze went through it. Um, they didn't go through it far, but they ripped it off. They, um, the, the, the reason it came off the robot is because all the, the mounting bolts shared, right? So that's why we went with the design that actually wrapped the whole robot. Um, so if Sawblaze hit us, it would be supported by itself and it wouldn't be held by the bolts. Um, so that's, that's why it's got those lips around the edges, um, with a bit, little bit of rubber mounting. 
um, to absorb the impact. So, you know, that that full sheet of hard ox steel, you know, is weighs about, I think it was like 20 kilos, which is what, 50 pounds. So, you know, we've got to find the weight for that from somewhere. So that that's why we, we had, I think we had uh, one entire end game that was fully magnesium that we could assemble if we wanted to, just, just to make that weight. Yeah. The saw blade special. Yeah, yeah. Um, we did have a question from Matt Hedger on Facebook, also runs the amazingly, amazingly named podcast, My Girlfriend Doesn't Like <coughs> Robots. Um, was there any <laughs> any other potential saw blade setups, or was it always just going to be all in on the magnesium frame? Was, was there any kind of other options you, you spitballed before that? No, th- this year that was our, our setup for saw blades. So like the team knew if we're playing saw blades, this is what we're going to do. Um, and we, we knew that, you know, months before we got to better Watch, So, um, we were excited to be able to try it. You know, we, we've got these setups for all different sorts of robots. You know, we've got the, the saw blades one, we've got the one for playing verts and horizontals and the one for huge and all, all these things. So, um, it's, it's really exciting. The first time you get to use it, it's like, yeah, we get to do it, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. Mm-hmm. We await the huge one, uh, maybe in World Championship I'm sh- 8. I'm sure at, at, oh. this, at this point, you know, the fact that Huge had such a good run, I'm sure I'm sure you're almost certain yeah. to get them at this point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. Our, our cow catcher is going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan, absolutely shaking at the thought of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you alluded to the kind of the start of this kind of podcast, you know, the fact that you wanted to fight Swordblades because they are, as you said, the current champion, but also... The two, the two fights previously, one was a bit inconclusive. It was just the one hit and done. And obviously the other one was, was years ago. How mm-hmm. happy were you that it actually ended up materializing that you were going to fight them? Yeah, I mean, for, for us, obviously, we're trying to be at the top of the sport. Um, so, you know, when, when someone else is at the top, you want to fight them. You want to either beat them and, you know, put yourself back at the top or, or lose them and work out why they're at the top and you're not, you know um so you know either either way we're we're happy to play who's at the top because we're either going to learn and come back next year stronger or you know we're going we're going to do it right so you know um that's that's why we want to play sword players that's why we want to play the the, you know the tantrums after they win and things like that um because obviously they're they've done something right this season and and we want to see what that is um yeah and actually that if you look at you know and i going back deeper again Back when Endgame first started, we had, I think, we had the longest losing streak in BattleBots history. Um, and we came out of that losing streak and won the Giant Nut. So every every time we lost a fight, we were learning, you know. So And and, we, and that's because we weren't playing, you know, the, the low-tier robots at that time for some reason. And I think it's because in my very first producer call of BattleBots, I said, I don't want to play squishy robots. You know, I want to play the, the top guys. Well, you know? it, it, we're, not, we're not here to... Yeah. Ultimately, you had won a competition before that you won FMB, didn't you, with Death Toll way back when? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, you had a, you had a bit of pedigree, fights. right? So <laughs> yeah. you, you, you still have some pedigree yeah, coming yeah. in. Yeah, but but even right from the start, we wanted to play the top people because we want to we want to join them, you know. And, and you're not going to get there by playing people you always beat, you know. So um, when it, when we get an opportunity to play people who have won the Giant Nut or you know come through their brackets like this it's really great as a learning experience for us you know mm. i did think it made for for great tv back in the uh, i mean remember the um fight you had against son of waiachi which was it was a yeah i think one or two hits but explosive and just great tv magic because you know they put two reasonably high kinetic energy weapons against each other and it made an awesome fight Quick yeah fight, yeah but... and and like f- that that fight we learned a lot you know like it was one hit and you lose but you know we lost our receiver you know and then we some people or um you know eat jackpot in this episode were like oh we lost our receiver it's sort of like bad luck you know but there's no i, I don't believe there's any there's no luck in the battle bots you you control every part of your robot you know if you have a receiver you need to engineer out the failures you know we've got 14 receivers in the robot for that reason after that fight um <laughs> You know, and, and things like that. So, um, yeah, it's like you, you learn little things like that along the way. You know, it's your first year. Well, it was our first year. You know, the receiver died. Ah, oh, you know, <laughs> well, there's nothing we can do about it right now. But, you know, next year we'll come back maybe with two. And then the next year we come back with 14. So, 
Yes. It, it just follows along the whole thing of you yeah. learn more from your defeats, if anything, from your, your mm-hmm. victories, and just it helps I've, build I've a learned yeah. loads of losing with my beetle weight, and one day I'll get a win. <laughs> Look, once you've got that, Jevin, you're going to be unbeatable, okay? I'm, gonna, I'm running every tournament there is. Exactly. The new, uh, the new end boss. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this. Yeah. But going into this fight, mm. um, there's a very important thing that they cut from this fight. And they've cause... done it really cleanly. It's possibly yeah. the cleanest uh, I'll the spoil unstick. It. It's the, the cleanest unstick yeah. I've seen. Yeah. Um oh, how was not... we, we saw it. <laughs> it how was not Earth? clean to unstick it. You got <laughs> your fork through the flamethrower hole. And like, I mean TV editing is always, you know, very, very cleverly done, but like oh <laughs> They make it look in the edit like it just slipped straight out and they were there for a good 10-15 minutes trying trying to free that fork yeah yeah so the the barb on the fork went through the flamethrower hole which was actually slightly yeah. smaller than the barb we think so it's sort of like pushed through flex the metal because there's so much force when these things come together we just couldn't pull the, pull it back out i can't remember what they did in the end i think they might have had to take door blazers flamethrower off and then pull the fork out and then put the flamethrower back on or something like that but it was, it would make it was quite sense complicated how it took. yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. They're like, can we chop the fork? And we're like, mm, can't chop the fork. Kind of need that for the rest of the <laughs> that, night. That would be know? somewhat <laughs> noticeable. Um, it's, it's, it's sort of useful. Um, it just goes in later on. It's just been duct yeah, taped so... back in place like, for the rest of the night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. Uh, like the robot forks from last but, year. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's sort of one of those unfortunate things um, where you sort of, no, a break in the fight does sort of affect it, I think. Um, you know, because at, at that stage we're losing, that sort of gave us a chance to take a breather and go, okay, that wasn't working. What's something else we can try? Um, you know, sort of like so a red flag. I, I feel really for sort of in that regard. But, you know, it gives you that like, yeah. restart period. Yeah, yeah. Just sort of reevaluate. Oh, that first minute didn't go exactly how we wanted it to. So we'll try something different. Um, but, you know, it's, it's the way the game works. So, you know, um, you just got to. Take advantage of it when you can, um, and I'm sure Sawblades had the same thing. You know that was going well. What was going well? Can we keep doing that? You know, have that sort of discussion in the break as well. Essentially, so. yeah, 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 yeah. Hundred percent. I mean, as you kind of alluded to, you, you weren't winning the first initial exchanges. You know, you got put up on the screws. But as soon as that unstick happens, it is not exactly one way traffic, but it's near enough. I mean, you, you properly gave Sawblades a beasting. Yeah, so like when we played Sawblades, we sort of had two strategies. The first one was to try and outreach them um, and try to slip our forks down the gaps in their piano keys. They had a couple of gaps, I think. Um, so th- th- we tried that. Um, I think it was like maybe the first or second exchange where she got stuck. So when Sawblades is driving us around, I feel like they're, they're winning a lot of control, but really that's because we're stuck to them. Um, so yeah. like, I, I don't feel like we're losing quite as badly as it may have looked, um, but because they happened to be on the ground and we, and we were stuck to them. We couldn't escape. So, and you know, they, they made, took full advantage of that, um, you know, and, and I guess chose not to swing their weapon into our weapon, uh, which might've been wise, might've also might've cost them the match, you know, if they did get a good hit at that time, but you know, that's a decision you make, but um, yeah. And the second strategy was to ignore the forks and try and use the wedgelets to get under their wedgelets. So um, using a driving strategy for that instead. So I think after the break, we sort of switched to that strategy and, and it worked a lot better. Um, but I think if we'd gotten off Sawblaze, we would have switched to that strategy anyway because it was one of those ones we discussed. So, yeah. Fair enough. I mean, it, it paid off. I mean, as I said, Sawblaze, I think after... I don't remember if it was the, the kind of immediately after the separation or before that, but it, it, like there was one point where they kind of had you and they tried to chop one of the forks off. And I think that was the only time really we saw... Yeah, yeah. Sword. I think it might have been just after. Yeah. 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 It sort of swung down in front of us, right? Yeah. I think, like, sort of where our widgets are. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, after that point, it was just, as I said, one-way traffic. And Endgame is your winner. Endgame takes a second golden bolt. And how you know, did you have to reinforce the the trophy cabinet at this point? Is it starting to get a bit starting to bow in the middle? <laughs> we yeah, we need a trophy cabinet. Didn't we? <laughs> they, they sort of just sit in their workshop at the moment. So <laughs> yeah, um, it's um. It's 130 pounds, all the all the trophies together. So you know, there's a lot of hardware there. 
Absolutely. Yeah. So essentially, you need three more, and then you've got just <laughs> another setup sorted. You know, that's that's the new robot. It's just yeah. enough. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Brilliant stuff. Brilliant stuff. Well, that brings us to the end of the episode. Uh, we'll have a couple more questions for you, Jack, and then we'll we'll let you go. Um, the first one comes from Jack. I'm going to pronounce this name wrong. Jack Sherry. I've tried. I'm really sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, what improvements do you have planned for Endgame next year? And do you have a new anti-drum setup in the works, given your struggles with them recently? Yeah, so we do have an anti-drum set up in the works. I don't really want to go into it, spoiler, understandable, understandable. Um, for all the other drum players. But we, we've got new ideas that we're going to try. Um, obviously, the things we have been trying not really been working, so going a different direction on that. Um, um, so, yeah, ex- expect something new if we have to play a, a copperhead or a minotaur or pro next year um aside from that, that that's going to be a big improvement that will bring um you know when we play copperhead this year our, our bearings and the weapon exploded so we've got a fix for that as well which will hopefully be work or will hopefully work um we haven't had an opportunity to test it yet i think some of it's been manufactured but um sort of waiting for the go ahead on battle bots um and hopefully we'll, we'll get that up to proving ground sometime and, and give it a real test wow. um but um we need to we need to work out the logistics of that. Um, yeah, so so a few small improvements, you know, a bit of front end again. We'll, we'll go lower and hopefully less stuck to the floor and things like that. So just clipping um, through the floor underneath. Yeah, it's, it's minor, minor improvements. Yeah, yeah. Are you, yeah, I, yeah. I am interested. Long forks. Will you continue to do the super long forks, or are they kind of a yeah, maybe not now after the Ripperoni incident. <laughs> We'll, we'll use them. Um, after Ripperoni, we, we put a little wing on them so they can't fit through the hole. Uh, so we'll, we'll keep doing that. But um, I think, you know, long forks are an important part to have in your arsenal for ground game. There's there's a lot of sort of, um, a lot of aspects to the ground game and it's sort of like a um, a circular thing of what beats what. So you got to sort of, you got to have all the options. So we'll, we'll definitely still have them, but um, we'll see how often they get used, yeah. Good stuff. That's fair. Very fair. Now the last question I think was probably one of my favourite ones which I've I've seen ever sent to us. So thank you for sending yeah. it in. Uh, it comes from uh, Robot Combat Models on Discord, and they say, first of all, congrats on another tournament win. Going forward from here, Endgame has pretty much achieved all the accolades possible, winning the main tournament once and Golden Bolt twice. What is the main goal for you all going forward, and what motivates you to keep coming back now that you've won everything? Mm, yeah, that, that's an interesting one. I think everybody in our team will have a different answer to that. Um, but but for me personally, I, I'd say I want to win another giant nut with Endgame. Um, I think we, we, we sort of, uh, I, I feel like if we do that, we can, we'll, I'd, I'd want to retire it. You know, if, if really? we win the nut, we'll put it aside and build something new. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, we... we our team has a lot of new ideas for new robots that we think will be just as good. Um, we just don't have the time to execute it right now. Um, and especially if you're trying to, you know, prepare in game for battle bots and, and build a new robot, it's quite hard. Um, you know, we don't have the people or resources as, you know, team seems reasonable has, for example. Um, so I, I think I, I'm hoping that one day soon we'll, we'll start building something new and, and bring that and it'll be quite exciting. Yeah. Interesting to hear. So, I, I guess don't be shocked if you don't see in-game on the lineup sometime in the near future. That's kind of that's <laughs> more than fair. Like it makes sense with how Bastobots is going. Like it's locking down into like that top fifty robots. Like it just gets tougher and tougher to kind of bring in a second robot and kind of justify hmm. a second robot. So retiring endgame yeah. after a second nut makes sense. But yeah, and once we've been building a game for six years now. So we're we're sort of we're, we're at the point where we're making sort of, you know, 1% improvements, half a percent improvements here and there. It's not, we're not making big strides. So the, the no, no sort of appeal games, of yeah. working on it and spending a whole year on it and you basically bring the same thing back sort of wears off of it. So um, I think the team's excited to build something new sometimes soon. Yeah. What you really need to do is, is allow Endgame to be uh, turned upside down to see if the self writer works, and then it'll give you something good to work <laughs> I'm on. I'm sure it, you've used it now, right? It has. It has. Yeah, worked. top ahead fight. Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah, fair. Yeah, we we used well, we used it, but well. it didn't matter that it worked. So. <laughs> I, I, I could, it, it, it could have not been wins. there, and we, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh dear me. 
Um, oh. well, he's done it all. Right, yeah, that's go. my only <laughs> idea out the window. End, yeah. end game is complete. It, it just end needs one, one more. I mean, to be fair, you need you need a second nut for the other bolt. Yeah, this is true. That's that's the other logic. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, I still you miss and... the sunglasses as the self writer. I understand why it's gone. <laughs> I really love that look back in 2019 for the the sunglasses self writer. Yeah, it was cool, but the thing, if you, the way that worked is it limited the fork length. We, it wouldn't work for our forks, so yeah. uh, I had to get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't look as good having sunglasses at the back again. Yeah. <laughs> not quite, not quite eyes in the back of your head. Um, yeah. Yeah. Jack, thank you so much for your time. I, I, you know, we all really appreciate it. And, you know, it's it always is a, you know, it's a pleasure to talk to you and trying to pick up the, the brains of a serial winner in, in robot combat. You know, we, we have, you know, spoken to a few champions <laughs> in the past, but like, you know, the, the regularity in which Endgame is just so feared and so mm. dominant is like, it's kind of unprecedented at the moment. So, um, yeah, it's an amazing achievement and keep doing what you're doing. No, awesome. Thanks for having me on. You guys have got an awesome podcast. So, yeah, happy to be here. Awesome. Top stuff. Um, I don't know when we'll be back next. We will have a special podcast in the not too distant future, I think, um, yeah. which will get into when we get to um but at the moment there is no new battlebot season been announced yet so we're, we're still waiting just as much as everyone else's uh for information but yeah some more than others for booking holiday uh yeah well i mean <laughs> you've got a team to go and join david you've got to go and, uh... i know I, I, i've got to scope it up next year at some point <laughs> absolutely absolutely make well, sure you take them their lego wheels they will need them uh, they definitely will need those wheels yeah more grip you know <laughs> this um but yes thank you everyone for watching uh thank you for joining us on the adventure through the golden bolt trophy with all that said i have been sam elliott 64 i've been world of woodrow i've been david of smeg and and i'm jack perfect hey. <laughs> um <laughs> the three of us will see you soon for more robot combat goodness we'll see you then <laughs>